<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Uh, but dude, everything with that guy when when you when you were posing as the maiden and he and he realized and then stabbed you and then you hellish yeah. rebuked him. That was great. <laughs> that was great. And he was like, oh, these are all tieflings. They're going to know what you just did. And I was like, ah, damn. Yeah. How did it feel to be uh, apparently playing a white maiden in that moment? Uh, based on how they responded to you, I really didn't realize. Yeah, it was quite nice. <laughs> yeah. So oh, this is what this is what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> this is what that white privilege feels like. That's great. He did. Yunati, he had just nearly murdered a man in the street, and the police were like, "Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, we saw what you did. You can't do that. We're gonna have to. Like, we're gonna have to." Have to and then I was all like, "Excuse me, ma'am." And I was like, I'm, just, "I'm just like, I'm so sorry, but he stabbed me first. And they went, oh, "Okay, see you later." <laughs> And I was like, so that's what my So that's what it's like! <laughs> the power! Yeah. It was beautiful. Oh, on that note, um, welcome back, everyone. We are at episode four. Um, yeah! Episode four. Shout out to the core things. four! Yeah. Um, and actually, a wow. retroactive shout out to the two crew. <laughs> um, and the three Cree. Uh, well, we're gonna try and move on with the episode now, Jeremy. If that's okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just, in case anyone who listens to NadPod or is on NadPod ever listens to this, I want them to know that I love their show and them. So yeah, we are officially launched now. Uh, we are on Twitter. You can follow us at TB Halflings. Um, we will be posting uh, more content and things like that on there and little sneak previews of what's coming up. Uh, so make sure you give us a follow on there and retweet everything because that helps. Um, but it was an amazing response. Uh, so many people have listened already. So many more people have listened than I think we were anticipating at this point, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is an absolute <laughs> pleasure and a joy. Like, uh, how amazing. Uh, so thank you so much. And Absolutely. I hope that you've enjoyed it and I really hope that you're going to stick around with us as we uh, discuss more and more and get sort of and do more of the things. We've got some really fun stuff coming up on today's uh, episode. We're going to be diving into a bit of uh, DM planning, a bit of a bit of a planning session focusing mostly on modules. As always, I'm Jasper William Cartwright. I'm Leander Nathan-Lewis Nyao, but everybody calls me Unati. And... I am Jeremy Cobb, and most people call me Jeremy, but some people call me other things. <laughs> I'll tell you a thing. From now on, I'll tell you a new thing each episode. Okay. So, one, Jasper likes to call me Jer Bear. I do call him Jer Bear. <laughs> That's He's my little Jer Bear. How about we say all, all three of us together this time? And this is Three Black Half Okay. Before we do it all together. Yes. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. And, and, and this, this is, is Three Black, Black Halflings. That's probably not in time. You will come to terms with your own weakness. Prince vibe? Woof. Like a beautiful place. Focus on your toes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think this is just a game? There is no board. The board is hypothetical. <laughs> suffer and lend. We're about to get into something real big now. Amazing. So here we are back again. Episode four. Very exciting stuff. Uh, we're going to talk modules. But first of all, how have you guys been? 
Uh, how's your week been? Have you had any more epic sessions, or are we? <gasps> this week, uh, we worked on some devising uh, for, and, and I finished the funding proposal because I also want to expand the team. So I'll be, if I get the money, I'll be drawing you guys in. You are trapped <laughs> now. You are mine. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We've been trapped um... in the web. I swear, my servitude. <laughs> you. so, You're my Creed. queen. <laughs> Um, Henry created this lovely setting um, called Onya City, uh, which is kind of Afrocentrically inspired. And I play uh, a half, well, again, a tiefling because I can't help it. Um, but I play um, a half rogue, half um, uh, fighter, multi-class level four. And her name is Tamsang Amaliza. And it was just so fun. Like It was so much fun because... It was filled with like Afrocentric um, sensibilities. One of the other players who plays Erika Badu, she went, <laughs> she went, she's a ranger and her beautiful handcrafted um, bow was broken. Um, and she found this place, she was told to go to this place to go get it fixed, but the guy that was supposed to fix it was too busy with bigger things. So the, the sort of front store clerk was helping her. And he kept trying to give her like these magic untested arrows, but she wouldn't have it. And then like an African auntie man refused to pay the price to, to play, oh, no. to, to pay like 10 um, gold pieces for anything because it's like, that's all the money I have. <laughs> so she spent like 25 minutes like bartering. She reminded me of my mother at market just like oh so goodness. how about two gold pieces that is too much money uh, I, I am so sorry no we, it's two gold pieces that is it. no 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 um, that is too much it was the best well then you cannot have it you, that is the price you what about a favor it was like the best thing ever I, I do not trade in favors please take your business <laughs> it was the best thing. It took me all the way back home, so that was really fun this week. Oh, yeah. fantastic! That's awesome. <laughs> fantastic. I've been very busy this week, just liking things and retweeting <laughs> things on Twitter and trying to get the trying to get our our page out there, which has been which has been really fun and interact with people. Other podcasts have reached out to mm -hmm. us as well, uh, which is really cool. We'll do some uh, shout outs and stuff uh, at some point on the show. Uh, so we wanted to dive into a bit of DM planning. Uh, we wanted to kind of show you guys, give you guys a bit of a peek behind the screen, what goes into us planning our sessions. Uh, we kind we decided we're going to break this up into like a three-parter. So we're going to have uh, Unati this week. Yay! Uh, because she uh, normally runs mostly modules. Oh. Um, and then we're going to go on to me at a later point because uh, I sort of do like a bit of a half and half. Uh, I tend to run, I'm sort of running a bit of a homebrew plus uh, explorer's guide to wild mount mm -hmm. uh, campaign at the moment. Uh, and then we're going to go on to Jeremy who tailors everything to his players uh, and is a full ho homebrew dude. So uh, that's what you've got to look forward to. But today we're on all things modules. Oh. Uh, I know oh, that me and yeah. we've got some questions yes. for yes. you, Unati. We're going to grill you on your... Oh, my God, uh, it's like an exam. <laughs> no, no. It's almost the 4th of July, baby. It's grilling season in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, massive shout out to our U.S. audience. <laughs> yeah. Well. You guys are coming through yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We've got a bit of a competition to see who's going to listen more, the U.S. or the U.K. And South Africa. So, and South yeah, Africa. South Africa is in there. It's She's in coming. There. It's coming. It's coming. They're coming on, on strong. So if you're in South Africa. You got to spread this around because you got to beat 
Like we're all rooting for you, all three of us. We'd rather you win. We're like, all three of us are rooting for you. We'd rather you win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, come on, Africa. You you can do this, South Africa. You can do this. Yeah. Um, so amazing, yes. Unati. Uh, where where are we starting today? What's the what's like the first thing that you do when planning a session? Um, I know it's gonna sound like a radical statement, but I read the module. Ooh. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> who who reads much? Yeah, Frankly, read. who reads? I don't play Dungeons and Dragons Dun- to read. Yeah, I play Dungeons and Dragons to write your story. Come on. Yeah, um, I just thing. throw dice and then people tell me what the numbers yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but what I mean by that is, um, I mean they're hefty things. Like, don't be intimidated mm. by that because, like, you know, it's two hundred odd, two hundred sometimes three hundred odd pages. Mm. Um, it's a lot of information to take in. But um, when I say read it, I go through it. I'll I'll put aside when I get a new module. I'll put aside about a good two and a half to three hours to do a good what I'll call like scanned reading. So I'll follow through um, the narrative. Um, some modules are better than this at others. They'll have like a breakdown of the key events in each mm. chapter. Um, so I'll always earmark those with like a, a, a tab of some description. I, I usually use red as that color. So I know exactly where those are in the story. No. Um, I'll make any, when I'm doing that read, I'll make any notes that um, I can sort of creatively manipulate myself. So if there's something Ooh. about, if there's something about an NPC that's supposed to be revealed later in 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 mm-hmm. the in the module so let's say maybe in chapter 3 yeah. um but i but there's information about them or something or an interesting way that i can involve a rumor about them or have them oh. slip past in the shadows in chapter 1 yeah. i kind of like to do a little bit of foreshadowing so that so that i can test nice. who's taking notes <laughs> 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 And, and, and yes, them, and, like, and yes, and I will. Them, I won't them punish them. I will reward them for taking notes. I will reward them for taking notes. <laughs> One of the few things um, that do... is rewarded is <laughs> taking <laughs> note taking. Yeah. yeah, and by by reward, she of course means she won't throw three banshees. Yeah. It'll be like two, two and maybe you might find a healing potion somewhere. But it won't. It, it'll be maybe like a common one, like basic one. healing potion. <laughs> In the whole session, in the whole campaign, you'll find one healing potion. Yeah. Once I've done that sort of like for myself kind of reading session, I will then go, I'll work chapter by chapter. So I'll kind of in my head, once I've done the, yeah, I've done the sort of main reading session, I'll think very loosely in my mind because I usually pay with my parties between three to four hours. Mm. Um, On the odd occasion, sometimes Mm. too, just if we're all particularly busy that week, Mm -hmm. I try my best not to skip sessions as much as possible. Mm. Um, But sometimes, you know, you'll have absent characters um and some and sometimes through no fault of their own they can only literally tell you you know half an hour before they can't make it and you're like ah but no everything is off now um but um but yeah Uh, so i'll then start working chapter by chapter and i'll look at the chapter pretty closely i'll look at any notes that i've made about npcs that could be interesting to sort of bring in early on um and then once i've broken that down and have a clear understanding of the chapter i use these little oh, there's no point in showing them to you because you know this is a podcast <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is a podcast. <laughs> here check I'm it sorry. out right. wow those are so cool <laughs> oh they look great I'm like, what you're not gonna believe wow. that is that the secrets of the universe wow. these guys are playing you right 
I love the colors. Anything in my hands. I love the colors. <laughs> Did you hand stitch that? <laughs> yeah. So, wait. You wear that? Is that is that oh, gold inlay? Yeah. What is the budget that you have for your campaign? Now oh, I know why you're at, why you're making fancy. a submission. You're having to submit for funding because this is. This, this is incredible. Is, she's spent it all on gold inlay. Wow. This, this thing um, so I use what's called record cards. They're just like little um, white or you can get them in different colored sort of cards. And then I'll have a key in my mind. So um, red will be dungeon notes. Um, purple will be NPC, cle- NPC player notes. And then green will be any environment notes, any social notes. Very much like the, the planes um, mm-hmm. in Son of Lusky, like the social plane, um, the physical plane. Those notes will be under green headings. Just so that I can see clearly, um, um, and I don't, and I don't get confused, and I can, and I can also improvise because then I can just go, oh well, well you went a different direction. That will be under green because that's mm. environment. Great. Um, okay. Once mm-hmm. then, once I've done that, I will start really looking closely at my NPCs. Um, um, and regards to NPCs, so you get a lot of information about them in 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 your modules and at the back and the appendices you'll get stat blocks about them as well and their and their background etc um so what i'll do is i'll take a look at that and i'll make some executive decisions um i'll decide whether it's a little too dull or i'll take Mm -hmm. i'll i'll look at my um character's backstories and see if i can create a link there or I will, I know, I know that my high school party, um, they really just like to do a lot of fighting things, but I'm teaching them to enjoy solving puzzles and exploring, uh. um, by, <laughs> yeah, by, by, by reward, you know, um, yeah. if, if they yeah. do a bit of exploring, they get a reward. Um, and so I'm training them, you know, uh. um, it's kind of like when you first start playing video games and it's like, oh, wait, if I go down this hallway, which doesn't look like I'm supposed to go down, I might find yeah. some treasure or, yeah. some, you know, some mm-hmm. cool items. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get... Building in Yeah, little, just getting yeah, them just getting them thinking that way because a couple of them, yeah, I think half of the party, like, are not nerdy at all. Right. Like, they don't play video games. They don't... Mm. I mean, you know, they'll probably watch Marvel um, movies because they come up sort of mainstream, but they they don't they don't think in that way at all, you know, through through no fault okay. of their own. So I've got to, I've got yeah, to like yeah, yeah. sort of plant seeds and help, but they 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 pick up on it very voraciously. Anyway, I think that's that's a really useful yeah. that's mm. a really useful tip just in terms of like how to engage players in sort of uh, slightly more unique ways. It's not always just about giving them cool mm. items or giving them uh, even necessarily like plot hooks mm. for their character, even just giving them genuine intrigue. Like I always love just dropping like a one line in there of mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you see this mysterious figure sat over by the bar. Yeah. Like no one can help but Person, go exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, because you're like, what, what, like, what do you mean? This yeah. Is, so yeah, I think that's a, uh, yeah um and then on that note like about items that you sort of mentioned i did um reward my players just because i wanted to see what impella and muzi would do because they've got this in-game rivalry now where every time king elizabeth tries to slap scavenger um he fails horribly on the rolls like he'll roll like a nat one like every time wait 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 why is he why is he trying to slap this person (laughs) because king elizabeth I know King Elizabeth is just really, really messy. And obviously they're kind of playing from that, like, oh, how do I describe it? They, um, every time somebody wants to do something stupid or wants to do something that either character disagrees with, oh, they just okay. want to slap some sense into them. You know, so, like, your, like your mama would, you know, like, 
get it together. Yeah, yeah. And then sure, I'm like, sure. you do do you want to do that? They're like, oh, well, that's okay, an unknown yeah. strike. So, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fail. Um, uh, so, but then I gave them, I gave them a um, an invisibility mm. ring. Um, and then after trying to sneak back into this place that was clearly dangerous for them, they really could not have fought this NPC. Um, trying to sneak back in after they escaped, like with the with their lives by the skin of their teeth. Um, Scavenger ran back out still invisible and because it was King Elizabeth's idea for him to go in alone yeah. Scavenger slapped him like while <laughs> he was invisible and it just brought me so much joy because he's got he's just so strong and it just it just That's sent me into a tailspin it was great okay, enough about that little um, side ag- <laughs> little that was a little digression. I digress um, yeah I was at yeah, a little slap yeah. aggression. We can have those. I was on I was on NPCs. Once once I've kind of looked at that, then I'll look at my city setting because I feel really, I don't know, I guess I just feel really comfortable with city settings. Mm-hmm. From from the first read of of the book into the going through the chapter, I kind of just get a a sense of what the city is like and I'll think of places that I may have been to um in terms of how to describe it. I find um I find describing uh environment really kind of comes easy so i don't necessarily focus mm-hmm. on that a lot um i let my imagination guide me and whatever music's playing in the background um i'll also try again source appropriate music for them to kind of listen to um uh, and i'll have uh, what i like to call everything's fine playlist and uh <laughs> shit's going down playlist. <laughs> oh, that's the one that is the one yeah. it's always the moment when the dm goes <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. That's literally yeah. the, you should play that sound effect for yeah. whenever things start to go. Just literally something goes, yeah. and then it starts. Yeah. It'll be great. And then what I'll do is just because like, you know, the way that the stat blocks are arranged in the appendixes, uh in the yeah, in the appendixes, um, it's just they're kind of they're, especially in this module, they're they're very mixed mm. mi- uh, mixed matched. Like mm. They're not necessarily in order. They're oh, alphabetical. Okay. Which I understand makes sure. I understand mm-hmm. makes sense. However, from a user perspective, I would really prefer it if it, they were um, in order. Are of you appearance. buying physical copies of the books, or are they? Okay, because I was thinking online it would be helpful if they had like a link to where in the actual module itself you could of the body of the module you could click on the name of the monster or whatever and it would take you to that monster's stat block because that would because that would solve your problem yeah because like obviously if if because yeah. putting it putting it in order of the module of the appearance of the module makes sense for the person running it as they go through it but if that person then just wanted to look up a random monster it becomes harder to try and look it up unless it's in alphabetical yeah so there appears there's no win-win unless there's yeah like yeah. Easy, yeah yeah apparently i was i was watching um some videos and apparently there's something similar to what you're talking about on on um d is it d is yeah is it d and d beyond or roll 20 no that's okay roll 20 is what i mean yeah, yeah thank you i i use dnd beyond okay. so roll 20 yeah but i mean i haven't i haven't looked into that as well because right now shmoney is tight mm-hmm. <laughs> um um yeah but then once i've done that then i will make a little mini um stat block for myself i can't never mind i'll make a podcast <laughs> i'll make a little mini stat Dude, block it was for so myself. cute guys it was so such a cute <laughs> Stat yeah, block. It was brilliant. She was really excited. Even honestly, it was Pearl in lay this no. time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tight, everyone. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. money is. T- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I'll make like a little mini um, on my sort of record card stat block for myself just to make that easier. And what I'll note are the things that I don't really want to constantly be checking up all the time. So armor class, um, hit points, and their standard damage. Okay. Um, just because um, depending on the encounter and how mm. it's structured, I'll either run standard damage or mm. I'll do rolls. But um, at this stage, I just find while I'm learning how to run everything else, mm. I just find it a lot easier to run mm. standard damage at this point. Yeah, I tend to find with big those big monsters, just just get the app out. It's <laughs> easier. I, yeah, I had an adult <laughs> blue dragon the other yeah. day. I'm like, I'm not rolling... 12 d10s or whatever it is <laughs> I mean, and nobody's got time for this <laughs> the app is so much like, quicker yeah it's a yeah exactly yeah I, 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 yeah for single like d20 rolls obviously i like to use my dice but but yeah for yeah. those for those big damages you just gotta just gotta save yourself some yeah time. <laughs> i mean yeah i do have the app i do have one app i think it's game master 5 on my phone but what i wanted to do was for at least sort of six eight months or so as i'm learning mm. was to do things as analog mm. as possible so that I have an understanding of everything. And once I'm like, okay, cool, I'm pretty confident in this. And now I'm sick and tired of wasting my damn time. Let's just use the app. <laughs> yeah, don't waste yeah so time, yeah, yeah, that's, that's just my, that, but that's just my learning process. Um, yeah. And then I think, I think sort of in like broad terms, that's um, pretty much what I do. Um, oh, and then obviously making NPC decisions, how to play them. Um, where I'm going to do placement in the void. So there's zone one, zone two, zone three, and zone four. Mm -hmm. Do they have a nasal quality? <laughs> you diagram uh, out their voices? Kind of... Well, I mean, just because otherwise... <laughs> because if I rely on just like an accent idea, I find that they just begin to all sound the same if they share a similar oh. accent. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I've, I've, ki I've kind of got to go... Um, uh, 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 anything. I've kind of got to go um, sort of Zulu accent... Mm -hmm. Um, zone three. Okay. Um, and that will remind me Whatever, that they yeah. kind of. So do you? Sort of oh, so you actually? Uh, that was what I meant. Of, yeah. It's the writing down part that I was really yeah. interested because I. Yeah. That, oh yeah, wow. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah, I do. No, I, I, I write thing. it down. I do it with like cadence or like so ha like how or the, the, even the speed of speech. Um, mm. Like I've got like two characters at the moment. Uh, one's a turtle. One's a triton, and they both got sort of, like deep South uh, American accents. Mm -hmm. But one of them. Come him this sort of like it's trolley like trolley type thing, mm -hmm. which which really differentiates differentiates him from the other characters. Um, yeah. So I tend to find that that helps as well. Like so, I think yeah, good good tips. Just little anything you, anything anything that twigs your mind to how they sound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just jot yeah. that down because I, there's nothing worse than when they're like when your players just go, oh, we'll we'll like back around to that shop you went to two sessions ago, and you go. What do they sound like? <laughs> what do they sound like? <laughs> what voice did I give and them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hello yeah, there, how are you? There it is. There, that's, where, that's what I did. Yeah, all right. I did West Country. All right. Yeah. I know my lovers. <laughs> it's, just a it's a different shopkeeper in today. They're, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 The other one's yeah. day off. Yeah, yeah. There's a rotor. There's yeah. a rotor. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. He's yeah, actually off today, but I'll be covering. Uh, no worries. So what can I get for you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I find that if I and and if I find that I've got that on these little cards, then um, yeah, like you say, it's just a quick reference, and I go, okay, cool. And there's a little picture in the corner, and I'm like, oh, that's the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, another my final sort of tip, just for myself, I suppose. Everybody's got different processes, but I love to file things. I'm a bit of a stationary freak. Ooh. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So so I keep a, a very well-ordered, maintained file of each play session, all of the notes from that session, and all of the NPCs are then put, all of the NPCs, the notes about the dungeons, what's happened in that day, all these little cards get then put into separate sections that I mark out with file dividers. So as the module grows, I make my own record of the module. So that if I ever choose to play it again, I don't have to go, oh, what was that again? I just go, right, here's my script. Mm. Here's my blueprint. Mm. I've done this. And then if I want to make changes to that, that's cool. I mean, you never have to run it the same way twice, I guess. But um, I just already have a really nice bedrock of stuff nice. um, to start from, nice. and I'm not starting from scratch. I, okay. I can already, I'm, I'm already foreseeing like merch where like the Unati's uh, no, like DM notebook, with <laughs> 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 just like you know like the most well organized notebook yeah. you've ever seen in your life, with beautiful, <laughs> beautiful golden lay on yeah. the cover. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be really guys, expensive I'm, merch, guys. But I'm it's so bougie. <laughs> um, oh, and and last thing, sorry. Um, I also just pre-roll damage. I mean, so not uh, not damage. I pre-roll initiative. Oh, I, me too. I can't. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure, I definitely. It's like nah, uh-uh. I just pre-roll initiative and I mark it up and then. Do you I'll pre-roll also... the player's initiative or just the monsters' initiative? No, no, no. Just the mon- Just the monsters. Okay. I let I let them have that experience, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll and then in my book I'll have sort of I'll have like nice sort of section down spaces between the the monsters numbers so that I can just slot them in as they give me their numbers, mm-hmm. um, just because I like to give them that sense of like oh something's going down I got to roll my d twenty, and then um, I'll get my flat mats out. Um, uh, these are like my Pathfinder flip mats, um, and then I'll already set up a, a sort of semi structure of what they look like on the map and where the monsters are in the in the in, in the encounter mm-hmm. um and depending if there's any changes of like how they enter the space i'll adjust that but then i can just readily just go okay cool you're all here on a flat oh, mat okay. on the grid with their little tokens and that's and that i suppose is in the time of corona um mm-hmm. um because i mean at the table i would just have the flat mat out and they'd have their markers there already right. so that would not be useful but in the time of corona um, I still find that people need to see where they are just because I'm not using things like fantasy grounds mm-hmm. or, um, or, um, Roll or, 20. Um, thank you. Roll 20. Yeah. I'm never going to get again. that. <laughs> yeah. That one again. Um, yeah, I'm not using anything like that just because I got shit to do and I don't, I've got stuff to do. Sorry. Um, and <laughs> I, and family show, everyone. Family show. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got stuff to do and, um, I don't really have time right now to learn a whole thing. But yeah, those, that's me. I'm done. Nice. Well, nice. thanks for that. Um, yeah, I, I have some questions. Yeah, I was yeah sure, uh, sure. I was, um, so um, as an example, my friend uh, was mm. running the, 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 the module Minds of Fandelver. 
Uh, and his players mm-hmm. that for those of you who haven't played it, that that module opens with a the the players going along to meet a guy, and they find like a cart overturned in the middle of the road, and some uh, some like dead horses. Mm-hmm. And I guess the idea is that the the players are supposed mm-hmm. to go and investigate it, and then stuff happens. Uh, but uh, these players uh, were utterly uninterested in that cart. Could not have cared less about the dead horses, but they were fascinated by this squirrel that one of them saw with a perception check, and were much more interested okay. in following the squirrel. Um, and my friend ended up just improvising an entirely separate campaign about the squirrel, dropped everything, I think, from Minds of Fendelver, and it became a completely different story. Um, w- uh, yeah. That's like an extreme example, obviously, but my question is... Yeah, what happens yeah. if the players simply are not interested in the adventure hooks that are there in the case of a module? What do you, what do you do in that case? Much like your friend, I just let mm-hmm. it roll. You know, I just kind of like, usually my players notice me visibly sigh. I just go, oh. <laughs> take my notes, put them to the side and go, fine. Right. So we follow the squirrel then. Excellent. Just yeah. disapproving, disapproving <laughs> mom hey. DM. It's like, all right, this is what you wanted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. So I, I kind of just sort of go with it. But again, um, I think it's as long as you've really prepped, I think it's really important to have that first three-hour session with yourself. As long as you really know the city mm. and as long mm-hmm. as you've really prepped, and obviously there's the bits you got to read in the beginning to give them the setting. I always like rewrite mm. those a little bit. Um, so as long as I know, okay, cool, they're supposed to be at the Basilisk Gate and they're supposed to engage with Captain Zodge, but now they're interested in some other person, fine. Um, some One of them is interested in a young girl running away, cool. They chase the young girl, something, and then I'll let whatever happens, happens, but I know that I've got to get them to the outside. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll kind of let whatever, I'll, I'll let whatever they want to have. Um, whatever they want to happen in that session happen and I'll improvise on the fly and I'll that, that's uh-huh. when the the phone comes out and mm-hmm. the stat blocks come out and D&D be on yeah. and I'm like hang on alright yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and it's it's, it, it's a lot of fun because you're spinning but that's great yeah. I love to spin personally I love to just go I'm making this up as yeah. I go awesome um, um, which is really really fun and, and, it, and it's, a, it's a challenge for me but then in my mind as I'm doing that I'll make a point of going okay but I need to get them to Elfsong Elf song tavern to meet Tarina, and then I'll get the information to them okay. somehow. Yeah, like it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter. It, Captain Zodge doesn't necessarily need to right. give them the information. Yes. Um, it can be it can be a, a bloodied um, flaming uh, okay. fist private running into the Elf song tavern and saying, "This is your whatever." Well, I'll mm-hmm. figure out a way. Yeah, yeah. I think that's um. Yeah. I was literally gonna say then because uh, uh, I'll save most of this for the for the next part, but um. I feel like I tend to I think there's a there's a tendency as a DM when something happens to sort of like in your mind's eye there's like a whole locker room full of all the stuff you've planned just on fire when someone something goes like <laughs> off off, off piece yeah. and you suddenly start to panic and you're like what do I yeah. do uh, like but I think what you've got to realize is like don't burn down all of the material you've got like let's stay keep yeah. that there and just literally move some things mm. around like never throw away even mentally yeah. never throw away anything you've got even if you've got like a there's one NPC you really wanted them to meet who's in this like tavern. Just have that NPC be somewhere else and just quickly just reconnect a couple dots in your head as you're going. Maybe drop down mm-hmm. a note and just say like, they're now here and this is how they got yeah. there. It, you yeah. Know what I mean, it's so easy to do that. Like I feel like I end up doing that 
yeah. pretty much constantly. Like a, I'd say nearly. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say nearly ninety percent or some or, or so of my encounters, I would say, are, are different somehow. Whether it's the, the 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 nature of the interaction, how they get to that interaction, they are different. Mm-hmm. But the actual yeah. soul of the thing that I've created is the same. Okay. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I I would definitely echo that as well. Like for that example that I made about sort of Captain Zodge, when I made his sort of little character notes, I also noted who the soldiers. Um, who were mm-hmm. with him were so in that example I would just either have like Isayo or Oliver or Saltus or Thalcara just rock up at the yeah. bar um, and I'll make a quick note because I've noted all of the other people that were with him and I told them that there was a bit of an entourage around him anyway so one of them will rock up bloodied and re- and re- retell what was happening there and, and give yeah, them yeah okay it's like a journey it's like a j- yeah. it's, it's cool it's like a journey to the west thing where like the monkey king's trying to fly out of Buddha's hand to touch the mountain and then he finds out he was in Buddha's hand the whole time that kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the that's mm. good it's actually uh, I've been playing Last of Us 2 I think this is a good mm. example it's a phenomenal game I adore it but uh, I always find The Last of Us does a really good job of making you think like you are going down some, oh, there's some hidden path here. Aha. Like, you know, I'm going to find this thing. But actually, you, the story ends up moving on from there. Like someone attacks you and you get thrown through a window. And do you know what I mean? And mm. the story really then just rolls on and on and on. And mm. you kind of go, what? But I didn't even go down what looked like the main path. What was down there? But you don't have time to almost, you know, like re, uh, mm. reorganize yourself. And I feel like that's the, that's the key of really good storytelling is yeah. making the story still move on all the time i think there's there's nothing i don't tend to enjoy as a player anyway feeling like i'm on a side quest <laughs> do you know what i mean i love yeah, side yeah, quests. Yeah. i love them i love the rewards you get from them but i think you always want to feel like you're on the main quest mm-hmm. and that this is yeah. just and so this little this mission we're doing it still feeds into that it still feeds into the main story and it still feels like we're yeah. moving forwards it doesn't feel like we move sideways we go back and then we get back onto the main story mm. Um, yeah, I feel like it should feel that like everything's always evolving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. I had, I had another. Yeah, oh, go and ahead, on sorry. that. Oh, and just briefly on that, um, uh, just to just to eke out something you said that sort of resonated with me uh, in terms of like moving the story along with that Last of Us example. I think it's whenever that happens to me, I'm like, how am I going to re up the stakes? Mm-hmm. So um, if they go off on quote unquote a side quest. Um, how a I've got to keep that side quest exciting and interesting so that they're not so they're not bored. But also when I reintroduce my main story, my main storyline, mm. how do I make sure that it's a notch up? Mm. Like how do I make sure that it levels up and it levels up in intensity so that this time they can't ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> and they will the not. The bastards. They will not <laughs> look at the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. um, So, how uh, how do you treat a character's backstory in the case of like a Mm -hmm. character having? Essentially, how do you incorporate elements of a character, or do you incorporate elements of a character's backstory into the campaign after the fact? So, for instance, if a character uh, was like there, they were very angry because their family had been uh kidnapped and they were on a search specifically mm-hmm. to try and find out what happened to their family but mm-hmm. of course there's nothing in the module mm-hmm. that has anything to do with a family especially not of that player or that uh pc's race etc cetera, etc cetera. but that's mm-hmm. really what that pc is in for and that's what they want mm-hmm. how would you go up or would you go about weaving that in mm-hmm. and if so how like something like that doesn't okay. have to be that example but 
Sure, sure, of course. So, um, so currently, again, I'll, I'll always go back to my um, high school party just because it's the clearest example of like a really green state of a party coming together um, and, and playing. Um, so I got them all to write really lovely backstories, really encouraged them to be detailed. Um, I gave them some information about Baldur's Gate sort of briefly, but I didn't limit them at all mm. in terms of what they could choose to mm. do. Sure. Um, and then for me, sort of, especially with them, I use, I like to use level one to three as, like I said before, a training ground mm -hmm. <laughs> where you suffer and learn. learn so I, 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 I tend to move them. I, this is a very long way to answer your question, but I tend to move them through via milestoning as opposed to XP. Mm -hmm. I just move them, I, I'm getting them to learn. I don't want that to last very long, probably like a session and a half. I just want to get them to level three so that they can start having like fun there. Once they get to level three and they sort of made a name for themselves in the town, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will, I'll sort of, um, I'll start to then feed in elements of their backstory because now people are speaking about them. Now they've made an impression. Now, enemies. you know, people are approaching mm -hmm. them on the street. Are they friendly? Are they enemies? Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm just make it up. Um, like, you oh, know, okay. if there's an, if there's, if there's an encounter, um, if I'm looking at the module, um, last week's session, let me say this, what had happened is we lost um, a player who was working. No, no, he didn't die. Oh. He was just working. Oh, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> you thought the... <laughs> oh, no. No, no, I definitely thought the... Yeah, no, the I, didn't, I didn't kill them yet. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not the PC, sorry. Wow. <laughs> um, it was just working. So so on last week's session, I had to generate kind of a little bit of a side quest because I just wanted to bring everybody up. I wanted to level everybody up together and I wanted to establish that party camaraderie between them. Mm -hmm. um, so what what I tend to do then, is, so what I, what I did is I just created an encounter that I knew that they would all enjoy. I just made a, I made a brothel that deals in magic potions. Essentially, I, I created like a shot that was uh, sort of swirly. Um, Magical. That was my first thing I made. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of, that was kind of swirly pink and purple. And it just makes you feel like you're really loved and euphoric. Mm -hmm. And you're just having a really good time, but you're not, but it's a test. You shouldn't drink it. Anybody who does drink it is useless. And I'm very glad that Keke, my friend who was playing Eli, was like, nah, I ain't drinking that random ass drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. One person who can actually do something. So yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just make something up. And then in that space, that's where I'll create new NPCs to bring oh, okay. in information that draws mm. in the character's backstories. Oh, okay. Um, so um, um, I guess what's beginning to happen is I'm kind of like on that bridge now starting to do the thing of like running a module and then kind of like just homebrewing a little bit. Mm -hmm. Homebrew light. Homebrew I'm just kind of going, yeah, um, just just fix it. Also, just have fun. It's it's a game, you know, mm -hmm. it's a game. Make it up. Um, the module's just a guide. The mo I, I sort of treat the module as a thing of like, I'm not ready to world build yet. Sure. That is a lot. Sure. Um, I'll definitely want to get there. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, mean, I suppose for me, it's a lot because I just don't necessarily have a clear grasp of the mechanics in my head enough for me to even, it's a little overwhelming for me as a thought. Mm -hmm. So until I feel confident in a good bedrock foundation, um, I'm going to sort of give that time to develop in its own time. So, um, but I, I think, um, make it up. That's really interesting you say that actually, and I'll, again, I'll talk about this later, but I really enjoy world building, but I find the population part of it really hard. 
So I so mm. I really enjoy the the uh, overarching stuff. I like the uh, building, like how these cities work, how the the trade works. You know, all these like ridiculous mm-hmm. kind of massive things. But then when it comes down to like the nitty gritty of like the you know what religion does this town follow, and you know what's ah. the percentile of population, or you know, that yeah. kind of thing, I yeah. find. It's, it's not that I feel like I can't do it. I just find I get too in my head and I'll literally sit yeah. there for an hour deciding like, okay, so this like cleric who runs this church who has three kids mm. whose kids go to like uh, the school in a neighboring town recently lost his wife because, it, do you know what I mean? And I just go down this mm-hmm. like rabbit hole where I can't stop. Yeah. So I tend to find that for me, I like to build, I love to build the framework and then kind mm-hmm. of put module elements in. So what I might, so what I do for instance, uh, is I will pick a town from like a, a module and go, oh, I really mm. like the look of that town because it tells me who runs it, what they're like, mm. you know, and then I'll put it mm. into my homebrew setting. Um, okay. Ah, yeah. so, that's, that's cool. So yeah, tune, tune in next time to find out about my uh, my way I plan. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but that's, Cliffhanger. That's, yeah, yeah, there we go. We're, we're, Sequel tease. Sequel yeah. tease. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do uh, six seasons of this and a movie, guys, just so that you're aware. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of episodes. Um, that was amazing, though, Unati. And I think if you have any more questions about running modules, uh, about uh, anything that we've talked about already, please feel free to get mm. in touch. Just you can either direct message us on uh, TV Halflings at TV Halflings on Twitter, yeah. uh, or you can just uh, tweet at Unati. Uh, she's also on Twitter as well. Um, I think the only one that's not really on Twitter is Jeremy. We're going to fix that, guys. Don't worry. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to yeah, drag yeah. him to the dark side. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, don't worry. I don't know if anyone's got any thing else that we could add on. We might. I'll all... just yeah. I I wanted to I wanted to say as a compliment. Um, you, uh, the, as I'd said before in an earlier episode, um, the, the modules that I've played in have generally not done a whole lot to incorporate character backstory. Um, and they also have tended to be in some cases, uh, uh, kind of limiting in terms of what you could do. I remember at one Mm -hmm. point, um, I had climbed a tree to try and do a perception check and the dm mm-hmm. made me roll multiple checks to climb this tree with the express knowledge that i was going to try and do a perception check to see if there was any traps lying in wait and then upon finally climbing the tree he refused to allow me to roll a perception check simply because it wasn't in the module uh well, and it was well, just like silly. what it, 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 uh, and well, that's silly. But that would, yeah, but uh, that's obviously an extreme example. But I wanted to say, it sounds yeah, like yeah. you handle it very, very well. Not only the incorporation of uh, of uh, cr- character backgrounds and backstories, but also the the choices that the characters and well, players make within the game. That's. It sounds like it would be really fun to play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, again, just make it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're in trouble, you're in trouble. And that's sometimes when the best sessions come out. Yeah. That's great. It's fine. Absolutely. I would say I would say for those listening who are either DMing or playing who don't, maybe aren't as uh, confident uh, improvising as potentially mm. we are, because mm. I do think mm. that we're, mm. we're quite, la- like, sort of lucky in the sense that we're all trained actors. We were literally taught to improvise and be <laughs> yeah. in the shit, as it's often described, shit. you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Um, so I'd say to anyone who's... I, we always heard in the moment. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, different. we had John we Wright had John in yeah. the shit. They do it a little different. Or they do it a little different over at Central, folks. Yeah, that's a little different. Um, but yeah, I'd say to people who maybe don't perhaps feel comfortable improvising, because I think that's perfectly fine mm. if you don't feel like comfortable mm. improvising. What I would say then is, like, if you have a module, if you're running a module, just make some more notes, some more uh, things outside of what the module gives you, mm. just as like a little crutch. Like I tend to just, I'll make, I'll have like a list of random NPCs, like their alignment, what they think of the players, uh, yeah. where they come, where they come mm. from. Like it can be as simple as that. Will make yeah. it so much easier for me to then, like, if they say, "Oh, I want to go into that like store over there," and you, the module says nothing about that store, you can just pick one of these NPCs up, and you've already got a list of items, so you're barely improvising at that point. You know, you're yeah. literally just putting two things together and then just carrying on pretty much as you would do anyway. So I think if you yeah. don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable improvising, I think just go through a little checklist of things that you would uh, get ready. So like, whether it be NPCs, whether it be magical items, whether it be yeah. uh, random encounters. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah just have mm-hmm. a sense of the environment that, that your city's with the city's in it will probably yeah. take you an extra like half an hour on your planning session but it'll make a huge difference as to how comfortable you feel to allow your yeah. players to really go exploring and really invest in the world um, yeah mm. yeah. yeah and that was another teaser for jasper's upcoming explanation episode where he talks about how he creates world building <laughs> or excuse me worlds how he DMs. How I DM. Uh, my, my bit failed. Your bit did fail. <laughs> and do you know what? Do you know what? After last week, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> yes! Do it! Revenge! Expose the failure! You've got to learn to live with those. I live ones. for the pain! You've got to learn to live with those yeah, that ones and embrace yeah. them. It's that one's the best. That one's my favorite. Like things always happen from, from that ones that are the, mm. either the funniest or like some of the best character moments. Yeah, so, humbling experiences. I I love that ones. That ones are great. Uh, I think that's probably going to wrap us up, guys. We've been talking about this mm. for ages. Uh, well, mm. I'll, have to, I'll have to try and edit this down. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, you can't take out any. There was a, that was some good stuff right there. Like maybe we'll release yeah. the Unati. Unati was dropping some pearls. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> proverbially, proverbially, yeah. and literally, literally pearls. We had to pause the podcast. There were so many. There were so many pearls in her filing cabinet. Just all of my gems yeah. just falling out. Yeah, <laughs> she exclusively uses. Gems for tokens yeah. for players. <laughs> Rubies, <laughs> emeralds. Yeah, she's just straight up just hoarding. <laughs> really she is, frankly, like when the first she Scrooge McDucked at the beginning of this, <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, she full on dived into a pile of jewels, injured her shoulder. We had to pause the podcast. <laughs> while she while she while she reset her shoulder, which apparently it happens all the all time because she likes to, yeah. it's yeah. it's just a thing she's used to now. But then we had to start it. Uh, speaking uh, of that, actually, you know, think, uh, would you consider sponsoring the podcast? Uh, given that you have all of this, uh, <laughs> all of this bounty. Um, yeah. Um, no, that's not how rich people stay rich. No. Yeah. Fair. That's, <laughs> however, Jasper Jasper has to spend hours and hours editing out the sounds of her clanking jewelry yeah, every <laughs> single day. Words, you know. Guys, I am a struggling actor. They are lying to you. <laughs> I've literally lies. never, the I've never seen her because she is covered in jewel encrusted, <laughs> jewel encrusted shroud. 
<laughs> I've never seen her face. Uh, yeah, 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 I don't yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. I'm gonna like. get you one of these days for this nonsense. It's coming. <laughs> Your revenge will be, will be we'll, swift. Yeah. We'll run a one shot that Unati is gonna <laughs> gonna DM, and she's just like, "Oh, but did you say waterfall of gems? Yeah, you're being crushed you're by one. Crushed by gems. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Just bury them." <laughs> Oh, you great. guys are too much. You guys are too much. However, if there is any rich people out there that don't want to stay rich, feel free to sponsor this podcast. We would happily uh, receive uh, all the gifts and boons. <laughs> yes, we would love bounty. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this episode of Three Black Halflings, everyone. I hope you had as much fun as we did. We're still laughing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing through the tears. I would like to re- repeat. I've been crying this whole time. <laughs> You need to stop doing these callbacks because that means I can't edit it out. (laughs) Yes. Yes, the callbacks will only intensify. This will become the arrested development of podcasts by the end. Utterly impenetrable to anyone who hasn't been listening from the very first episode. (laughs) And taking copious notes. I'm now going to fade Jeremy out. Oh, there he goes. He's disappeared now. We can't hear him any longer. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) <laughs> to uh, episode four of Three Black Halflings. Uh, please make sure you tune in next time. Uh, where? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> this is gonna be rubbish. Was it? I'm gonna listen to this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that was an amazing laugh. Oh my god, that's my favorite laugh. That's my favorite laugh. Oh. Yo, my Just... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm pulling it together. Oh, please. Oh my god. That needs to be that needs to be in the intro as well. This is why this is why This is why we have to talk about diversity in every episode, otherwise we just have too much fun. We have to humble ourselves. ourselves Diversity is not fun. Diversity is not fun. We need to lower the mood by talking about inclusion. Inclusion is painful. It's bad and hurts, but we need to do it so that we can humble ourselves and learn. Okay, I'm so sorry. Society is only levels one through three, and we don't get any magical items yet. Our, our, our DM Unati of the world will not give us more oh, items until we as- ascend. And <laughs> this has gone utterly off the rails. We should yeah, just end it here. Jasper, in the future, I'm so sorry you have to edit this. Um, anyway, <laughs> that is the end of uh, episode four. Uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. Why don't you guys go ahead and say goodbye to everyone? Because... Okay. <laughs> Episode four of three black train wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank, Thank you, you so much for listening, Bye. guys. And thank you so much for Thanks, bearing guys. with us. Thank this you, everybody. Is, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to message you guys to re-record this episode, then do not be <laughs> do, not, <laughs> do not be surprised you brought it up on yourselves. <laughs>